0: Hello and welcome back to the 810
1: podcast with you girl Marley and Robin. Hi. We are rocking and rolling with the 810 podcast. Listen, we got to recap two episodes this this on this um on this particular episode. Yes, on this particular episode we're recapping two episodes. Yeah. Okay. Okay, two for one. Two for one deal. You get a two for one deal today and we are rocking and rolling episodes seven and eight of once upon a time sis tell me what you're, me what you're <sighs> okay how so you're feeling. like tell me how you're feeling
0: oh oh i mean these were pivotal episodes you know mm-hmm. um i think i don't know i have a lot of emotion i have a lot Shit, you know I'm sensitive. Yes, absolutely. So let's talk about episode seven first, which is um the heart and the lonely soul.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, this was Graham's episode, um, showing his backstory of the Huntsman. He, um, he started to have visions after he kissed Emma and i oh, I'm just like i'm I'm flabbergasted that Regina just does not want anyone to have happiness, and you know what I thought about in the middle of this episode is that Emma has like done more to regina in these first couple weeks than snow ever did to her oh yeah and so i feel like regina has absolutely met her match because emma is not backing down
1: absolutely not. at all
0: absolutely not um so i mean obviously um graham Is having these visions. He goes to Mary Margaret, who is like, um, you know, Graham, I like, I don't know how we met. And Graham was like, don't you think that's that's curious that nobody can tell each other how they met?
1: That's crazy, though. Like, right. Yeah. And it's something that you really don't think about until somebody asked you. And Mm -hmm. then I don't know if you saw it, but they, you know, she thought that she was going to just have the answer. And then she had to pause, like I really don't know where I met you at. Right. I don't remember. Right. So, like I know you. Yeah, but she, I have memories with you. Yeah, like and but she, I don't it,
0: know how I met you or anybody else.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, the heart is a lonely hunter. Oh, the heart is a lonely
0: hunter. That's the, yeah. Oh, I said um, the wrong name.
1: That's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's the episode. The heart is a lonely hunter. And throughout this episode, we get to learn, um, you know, the huntsman, I guess, you know, when you think about the huntsman in um, fairy tale, you know, in the enchanted forest fairy tale world,
0: mm-hmm.
1: he is known, I mean, I'm sure that there are more than one huntsman, right? Huntsmen mm-hmm. are people who hunt. Right. And so people, you a person would think that somebody who hunts for a living or for that's their job. They don't have a heart. Like, they're cold-hearted. Mm-hmm. And, like, they don't care about anybody but, you know, the kill. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Regina thought that she was going to get with Graham. But she ended up getting, like, one of the most compassionate huntsmen mm-hmm. that she could find. mm mm-hmm. I mean, literally, he cried when he killed the deer. hmm mm mm-hmm. He was very compassionate. Mm-hmm. So we love um, a sensitive man. We love a sensitive. We need a man <laughs> with sensitivity. All right, yeah. Graham is that guy for us, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So, um yeah. So, just seeing that whole thing play out with you know, her thinking that she has this stone cold killer and then he ends up empathizing with Snow White and ultimately letting her go. Um because he was hired to kill Snow White. Right. And he ultimately ends up letting her go, mm-hmm. which was like one of the one of the reasons why you know Regina took you, his heart. Took his heart, yeah. 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 And and if we know anything about the way things play out in the enchanted forest compared to when the curse starts in um the real world in in Storybrooke, some of those parallels still exist so mm-hmm. while she took his heart in the, in, in the enchanted forest she still had his heart locked away somewhere in Storybrooke, mm-hmm. and he had a feeling that this was the case but he just couldn't prove it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but we then see the heartbreaking scene Literally heartbreaking mm-hmm. because she broke his heart. Mm. I mean, she shattered that thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That was like the saddest like scene in the series so far.
0: Right.
1: It's like you don't think people are gonna die, die. Right. And then you see that, and it's like, dang. Right. She just killed him for no reason. Right. Because he said because he broke up with her because she because he said that she you know he said he didn't want to be with her no more be around her no more. And she took and smashed his heart, and I mean, I'm, but, I'm still not good. I'm still not over that.
0: But like, can we talk about that though? Like, listen, I don't think anybody wants to get broken up with, mm-hmm. right? And I feel like he did it delicately. Other than Emma was there, yeah, right. I feel like her her emotions were already high because they had broken into her vault Mm -hmm. um and again just emma's presence is like already a lot for regina right but he made he made the choice on his own right it really had nothing to do with emma and he
1: said that like he was like it's not about emma it's about me like i just feel like i need to work focus on me for a while right I'm going through some things and he didn't right. even say it was Regina right but she was making it all about her and Emma and yes, she
0: does yeah. right she makes everything about her because her curse her world mm-hmm. her creation and she obviously feels that the r- world should revolve around her clearly but like I don't know like I just feel like When you have a breakup, like, is the first instinct that you have is to kill them?
1: Um, no. It shouldn't be. Fairytale what, or real? World. I would hope not. Like no, absolutely not. <laughs>
0: like we can just go our separate ways. Yeah, and that's it's okay. like that's
1: like some fatal attraction type of stuff. Like yeah. that's too much. It's like, too much. Like, <laughs> let people she move knew on. Too much. Let people move on with their life. Right. What is for you is for you, and what's not is not. Right. And simple as that. That's it. That's it. So, so yeah, um, definitely a really sad episode, mm-hmm. episode seven. But, I mean, we just got to see another character waking up and, like, kind of asking questions, because you gotta think about it. 28 years, they've all just been functioning and existing without asking questions, mm-hmm. without, you know, questioning why things are the way they are, mm-hmm. with just going along to get along, mm-hmm. and now here we are, Emma's, you know, coming come to the picture, mm-hmm. and now everybody is, like, waking up waking up and questioning Mm -hmm. their whole existence yeah people are asking questions that they don't have the answer to which leads them down a path of more curiosity Mm -hmm. to where this thing is getting more and more uncovered as we go along so we're on what episode seven now here
0: yeah that was episode that was episode
1: seven we probably have about what 15 episodes in the season left yeah yeah. So yeah, I mean we're getting to like we are keep as we go along we're getting to like that high point. But do you, are you ready to? Do you have any more reflections on episode seven before we dive into episode eight?
0: I just want to say R.I.P. Graham.
1: R.I.P. to Graham, the Huntsman. He was you know, fine too.
0: He'll be back, you know, in in a few flashbacks. In but, flashbacks,
1: I'm talking about in general. But
0: in general, he, I mean, he don't go on past here, you know. Yeah. He but was fine.
1: He was fine. He was cute. Listen, Graham Cracker. Graham, we miss you already. <laughs> we miss you already. Um, we
0: definitely do. I, I liked Graham. Like he had a good heart, yeah. even though he ain't have his heart.
1: I liked his accent.
0: He was giving very much Tin Man. Mm. You know, didn't yeah. have a heart. Yeah. 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 But poor thing poor fella poor, poor Graham. r.i.p.
1: Graham. you know
0: <laughs> we gonna make a we, we gonna make an r.i.p. Yeah, gram shirt listen
1: yeah. play uh alexa play ditties i'll be missing you i hope she doesn't play that
0: she does it she's okay. off right now <laughs> okay good
1: but yeah you, you get the point yeah all right yeah so you ready for episode eight I am ready for episode eight Desperate Souls. Desperate Souls. Go ahead, go ahead and lead us into Woo-hoo! that. Woo
0: Okay, so this episode is all about Rumple's backstory and how he became the Dark One.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And.
0: Um, you know, we, we, we see a lot of Rumple's backstory, you know, in the coming episodes, but this is like our initial
1: introduction,
0: introduction of him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so the first thing that we notice is we've now introduced Belfire, which is his son.
1: Who's at this point in time, 13 years old,
0: 13 And this is also the time of the Ogre Wars Mm -hmm. that um, Rumpel is trying to save Balefire from. And, you know, again, backstory, Rumpel fought in the Ogre Wars, but ran. That's how he became the town coward because he, you know, hit his own foot so that he would be injured and he wouldn't have to fight so that he could come home to his son and his wife so we see here that um that Belfire is scared and doesn't want to go to war mm-hmm. but knows that it's his duty because it's the law yeah um we see Rumple who is a scared father mm-hmm. because he knows how dangerous it is mm-hmm. and doesn't want to lose his son. And then we see um the the recruitment from the army yeah. from the King's army mm-hmm. and they are rounding up children. Uh they're rounding up children to come and fight on the front lines. Yeah. So Bel- not only Rumpel, but all the parent parents in town are scared to lose their children and, to this war. And
1: Belfire is like what? I'm and he's and he's brave.
0: He's very brave. Let's be brave. clear. He's
1: like, I'm 14, I'm thirteen years old and I turned fourteen on Monday. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. Ain't it? Keep it to yourself. Right. Because I would have been walking around like, I'm nine. <laughs> I'm nine. Uh, but no. He looked nine. He does look nine. He looks very young.
0: Mm-hmm. So, for him to go ahead and tell the people that he is 13, turning 14 in two days time, like, that's brave. Mm-hmm. That's brave. And he, I mean, he's willing to step up.
1: And, you know, by all accounts, his his father, which I, I feel like we need to discuss this too, but... They look at him like a coward, and mm. I just don't feel like... I don't think that he was a coward. Honestly, I just feel like he just wasn't... He was just trying to protect his own. Right. I'm not trying to die. I'm not trying to go fight ogres. You know you're going to lose. Right. They're ogres. Right. And
0: not like Shrek ogres. These are like ogres that are like giants.
1: And and what I'm what I'm not understanding marley is that if they if the the king's army mm-hmm. had wielded the power of the dark one mm-hmm. why had not they used that to just knock those ogres ogres out of the picture out of the equation
0: instead in of making place? kids come to the front line
1: right do you would think that they would have used that power to just go ahead and get rid of the ogres
0: that's a great observation sis i don't know like
1: that was a pointless. Like, this war didn't even need to happen. If y'all had the power of the Dark One, mm-hmm. there would literally be no need to fight the war. And that's... <laughs> maybe that's something that we can um, talk that's to true. the writers about, that's too. True. Because like, that's true. What was the point?
0: That's
1: true. What was the point of it all? What
0: was the point? If if the king already had um, the Dark One, who at the time was Zoso... Mm-hmm. If he already had him in the power, did he even want the war to end, or was he mm. trying to keep it going? Mm. That's I don't a know. Good question. I don't know. Um, but okay. So parallel, right? So in this same episode, uh, it's been two weeks since Graham has passed, mm-hmm. and after two weeks or fourteen days. Um, because Emma has been acting sheriff, mm-hmm. she automatically becomes sheriff. But, mm-hmm. of course, Regina comes in at the 10th hour mm-hmm. and says that she is appointing Sydney Glass to become sheriff. Right. So, uh, not only that, uh, Emma finds a loophole, or rather, Mr. Gold finds a loophole. And looks in the town charter and sees that regina as acting mayor can appoint a candidate
1: but she can't appoint an actual she can't
0: appoint a sheriff so um emma and sydney run against each other
1: sydney didn't want to run let's be clear about
0: that first off sydney Sydney didn't want to do none of this sydney is a puppet and we know this Mm -hmm. um we we know that from context clues not even we haven't even gotten to Sydney's story right Absolutely. so um he he is one of regina's most loyal minions minions and followers so like he's just going to say and do whatever he she wants him to do and say so they uh Emma goes. Oh, no, let's let's talk about this. So, because Sydney runs the newspaper, what does Regina do? She goes and puts Emma's mugshot and the story of her delivering Henry in jail on the front of the newspaper. Mm. Yeah. A record that was sealed. Yes. But because she was playing dirty, she linked that information about Emma. Mm-hmm. Which was really foul. Like, she didn't even have to do that.
1: Right. So,
0: Emma goes to confront her about it at Regina's office. And they're about to exit the building. And an explosion comes through the door.
1: Yes. Very loud explosion. And
0: knocks Regina and Emma back onto the stairs. And,
1: and I believe like something f- collapsed onto Regina, right?
0: Mm-hmm. I believe it was like the stairs or something that was like maybe in the foyer. or something yeah. like that. Um, and so Emma saves Regina.
1: But not only does she save Regina, mm-hmm. she pulls Regina out of the building. And then the first thing that this ungrateful wench... That's not a cuss word. <laughs> this ungrateful thing proceeds to say, put me down delicately, or something like that. Somebody watch the, like the watch the way you putting me down. And I'm like, girl, you're gonna be picky on how to, I'm pretty sure that Emma said this too, something to this effect. How are you gonna be picky on how you saved? That's a good point. Somebody just saved your life and you're gonna be picky on the manner in which they saved you. I
0: mean, like, we already know. First off, Regina is, like, we don't like her right now. We don't like her. We do not like this Regina, okay? Because she is giving very much high maintenance. She is giving very much bougie. She is giving very much doing the absolute most. And listen, coming from a bougie person, like, if you doing more than me, Mm -hmm. like, you really doing a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: and she's doing a lot. She she's doing the most.
1: The most. If the most was a person, if the it's most, Regina. If the most was a person, it would definitely be Regina.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to control how somebody save you?
1: <laughs> she said, "Put me down delicately." My <laughs> <Hey> girl, bye. <laughs> you don't get your tail over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a lot. So then,
0: not only that because again, also, can I just say that if for no other reason Emma was qualified to be sheriff. Mhm. And so she always is looking at things from a sheriff's mindset mm-hmm. or from a detective's mindset mm-hmm. or from a Bales bonds person's mindset, right? Like mm-hmm. she's uh, she's always Analyze three steps ahead. The situation. She's always analyzing. She is aware of her surroundings at all times. Yes. And so she sees um, the fabric that she saw at Gold's shop and she saw that the tip of it was burned Mm -hmm. and it smelled like what she smelled when she went to his shop. Mm -hmm. So she automatically knew that it was a setup and that Gold started the fire to make her look like a hero. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And so she goes to confront him. Mhm. And you know, she's basically like, I got you. Got you. <laughs> you know, like she's figured it out. Mhm. And you know, it's almost like he doesn't care. It was yeah. like it was like he knew that she was going to figure it out. Right. He always he gives off this vibe he wanted like, her yeah, to figure it out. But he doesn't reveal that at that <laughs> point in time. Mm-mm. But you can sense that he knew. That she was going to figure it out. And he really did not care at all.
0: No. Did not care at all. What I think he did was test whether she would do the right thing or not. Would she accept his help? Or um, would she actually come clean that he set her up?
1: That's a good point. That's a really good point. It was a test. That was a test. Yeah. Yeah. Did she pass? think she did okay so fast forward and you know emma goes to they have this debate at town hall Mm -hmm. and you know she she's you know emma's gonna always do the right thing so of course she gets up there and tells the people that gold started the fire and you know because he wanted her to win and you know that was the first That's the first time anybody really stood up to, like, stood up against gold.
0: But also, I want, I think it's a vital part of the story that she did it not because (coughs) she felt that she. Couldn't win if she accepted Gold's help. She told because she didn't want to disappoint Henry and she wanted to prove to Henry that good could win without cheating. Mm. And I think that is vital to the story because I mean, we haven't gotten to Emma's past,
1: yes, we have, but I don't think that. If it was up to her, then she would have told it. I also think that you got to think about it. I, I I think that she also was thinking it was because it was the right thing to do. Mhm. And she's always, I mean, we're not going to even go into her, her past. Yet. I know cuz we Let's can't we can't we can't get there. But what I will say is that kids are impressionable. Yeah. And being the Henry like literally knows everything that's going on around him. Mhm. Had she went along with it, he would have been thinking that that was the right thing to do.
0: And that that was okay. That
1: was okay to do it that. Would,
0: it would be okay to... You know what? I don't think he would have. I think he would have been very disappointed. Yeah. He would have been disappointed in her. Oh,
1: he absolutely would have been disappointed.
0: Um, Because he... I mean, he's the one that told her that Mr. Gold is worse than Regina.
1: But also, on top of that, he also realizes that... You know, I feel like that's the reason why he wanted Emma to come to Storybrooke, anyways, because he felt like his mom was not a good person. Right. He Regina, just said that since
0: day one. So
1: that she, she doesn't
0: love him,
1: so she's not a good person. Right. That's
0: he's said that since episode one.
1: So if he sees his mom, uh second mom, Emma, birth mom, birth mom, yeah doing something that's not the right necessarily the right thing to do then mm-hmm. that's just gonna make it give him an even worse taste mm-hmm. you know for the people that are in his life
0: mm-hmm. you know especially mm-hmm.
1: one that he's trying to build a relationship with so mm-hmm. we're just glad
0: and you know sis I'm gonna take a page out of your book I think this is a great lesson in choices and
1: consequences It's a good one with choices and consequences that's like
0: like the her her initial choice was to get help from Mister Gold. That was a consequence because all magic comes with a price. With a
1: price, yes.
0: Uh, so he he did what had to be done because we don't have magic right now. Right, right. So he started the fire there. That that was a consequence. Mm-hmm. She chose to confront him. The consequence was he he dared her not to say anything. She again makes another choice to tell the town and be honest and truthful and hope that good would prevail. And the consequence that came from that was that the town elected Emma as sheriff.
1: Yeah. Listen, choices and consequences,
0: choices and consequences.
1: That's all life is. That's deep. That's all life is.
0: So, um, again, um, and then to, to tie this all back together, um uh, we see that the two desperate souls in this episode were Gold and Emma. And uh he made sure to tell her that he recognized that she had a desperate soul.
1: Mm. Which
0: I felt was very profound. Oh,
1: absolutely. Um,
0: but also again, it's it's about the choices that she made that led her to get sheriff
1: absolutely
0: but also we i I do think we should mention because i don't think that we necessarily see this scene again in the series but it is very profound right Mm -hmm. let's go back because rumple was with the old man right right? Mm -hmm. and the old man is telling him about the dark one and telling him uh that there's a dagger that controls him and his power. Mm-hmm. And that when you use the dagger, like when you speak to it, the dark one has to do exactly what you say. Or if you kill him, if you kill the dark one, um, or or you can use the dagger to kill the dark one. Now he doesn't say what the consequence is. Right. Right He doesn't say he no. doesn't say, um, and so again, back to our choices and consequences conversation, right? Rumpel chose to believe the old man, to believe the beggar,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, not knowing that he was being set up
1: listen, could can we talk about making choices without knowing the consequences?
0: <sighs> Cow.
1: Listen. Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I that's mean that's you, that's I mean, I mean that's we, we, don't we don't we don't even have to we anything. don't even have to dive into it. That's just the that's the thought. That's the that's the that's the comment, that's the post, like he made a choice without knowing the consequences.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, he gets the dagger, he sets a building on fire. Mm-hmm. He he obviously likes Arson. Oh. Uh, <laughs> clearly
1: <laughs> clearly he's good at it first
0: off we know that rumple is dramatic okay we know i mean again we are just eight episodes in but we know that rumple comes with some drama
1: he brings okay?
0: the drama he brings all the drama and we're we're here for it
1: here for it yes. we are
0: absolutely here for it but uh he goes he gets the dagger he summons the dark one
1: mm-hmm.
0: not knowing that it was the old man right um, they have a, a few words of exchange.
1: You can tell he's trying to rile Rumpel up by, right. by the word choice. Right. He's saying all the right things to make him angry. Right. Yeah. Right. And
0: again, Rumpel is desperate. Yes. Because in the morning, in the next morning, the army is coming to get Bay. Mm-hmm. So he is desperate. He is very desperate to find a way. For his son not to get taken from the army, mm-hmm. and so he stabs the dark one. He he takes his life,
1: not knowing that when you kill the dark one, you, you become, become the, the dark, dark one. one. Ooh! So listen, making choices without knowing the consequences,
0: and we see um, <clears throat> Rumple's uh, immediate regret. Because he doesn't know...
1: He doesn't understand what he's done. He
0: doesn't understand what he's done. Um, I don't think he understands the power Mm -hmm. that he is about to gain. Mm -hmm. But also, um, he, he uses that power the next morning to... Uh, get back. Get back at all of the soldiers that humiliated because him. They,
1: because they just like they said they would, they came for Belfire. Right. They did exactly what they said they would do. Right. So
0: and uh he he protected them and, and the other children. Uh but and, it wasn't but, in a
1: way that anybody would appreciate. No. It was a way that invoked fear in everybody. So now right. everybody is looking at Rumpel with fear.
0: Including and disgust, his son. Including his son. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that's where we are. I mean what else happened in this episode?
0: I mean, that was it. Yeah. That I mean, that was those are two major things that are setting us up for the rest of the story. Yeah. You know, um, we've seen Dumple Dumple rumple <laughs> become the dark one. I was trying to put those two words together. Um, so we've seen that and we have now seen Emma become the sheriff mm-hmm. and I, I think that that's a pivotal moment because like now it's like she's permanently a storybook resident
1: and then also we're thinking about now you have two of these two parallels you have Rumple and you have Emma and they both have power mm-hmm. and the question becomes will they wield their power for good or evil yeah so, we just don't know. We got to stay tuned. We got to stay tuned, sis. We got to stay tuned. This so was deep. This was deep. Yeah. How you feeling? Like, how do you feel about the journey so far? Overwhelmed.
0: I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm overwhelmed, um, but I'm excited for yeah. Emma.
1: Yes. Congratulations, Emma.
0: Yes. yes. We want to go the, to the welcome party, yeah. you know? Yeah. Do y'all have an
1: inauguration? Do they have an inauguration? For
0: sure? No? I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. Well maybe Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. um so yeah we're gonna get into the next episode yes stay and tuned. episode nine
1: is on the way i don't even know what the
0: title of i don't is. either i don't either but um it's gonna be a good one and i'm excited yeah
1: so, so we'll see y'all in the next one Gotta stay tuned for the 810 podcast because this thing is really heating Rockin up rocking and rolling so. rocking and rolling yes catch up stay tuned